Hello there, Thrill Seekers. I got a question in the comments about Dogen's view on Samadhi and Nirvana. And I wanted to see if I could say a little bit about that. And the best place to hear about Dogen's view of Samadhi shows up in Book 3 of Shobogenzo, if you're looking at the Nishijima and Cross translation. It also appears in Book 2 of the much more expensive Tanahashi et al. version. If you want to look it up yourself and there's other places to look it up in fact it's online uh, maybe if I remember I'll put a link to it but here we go um, it's a very short chapter and it is called Zammai o Zammai did I say that already I don't remember let's see I will show you the Chinese characters in case you're interested in the Chinese characters Zanmai is just a phonetic pronunciation of Samadhi as close as you could get in the Japanese so that's why it says I think that would literally translate to three tastes but uh, it's uh, Zanmai it's just a phonetic and the middle character there is O which is king and then the last two are Zanmai again so Samadhi that is the king of Samadhis is how yeah, that's how Nishijima Cross translated, and I think Tanahashi et al. just translated uh, King of Samadhis. But before I read it, uh, let me just say, for anybody who's not familiar with the word Samadhi, the word Samadhi is uh, uh, an Indian word, a Sanskrit word, which is usually used to refer to a very high state of withitness in meditation. I, I don't know what most people think of when they think of the word samadhi. But I can tell you what the helpful Shambhala Dictionary of Buddhism dot 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 and Zen has to say about samadhi. I feel like I've read this definition before on this YouTube channel, so forgive me if you've already heard it. Just fast forward through. Here is what they say. Sanskrit, literally establish, make firm. In Japanese, sammai or zanmai. Collectedness of the mind on a single object through gradual calming of mental activity. Samadhi is a non-dualistic state of consciousness in which the consciousness of the experiencing subject becomes one with the experienced object. Thus is only experiential content. That's a weird phrase. I guess they mean thus this samadhi is only experiential content. I didn't write this. This state of consciousness is often referred to as one-pointedness of mind. This expression, however, is misleading because it calls up the image of concentration on one point on which the mind is directed. However, samadhi is neither a straining concentration on one point, nor is the mind directed from here, subject in parentheses, to there, object in parentheses, which would be a dualistic mode of experience. The ability to attain the state of samadhi is a precondition for absorption, uh, see dhyana. Three super mundane types of samadhi are distinguished that have as their general goal emptiness, uh, the state of no characteristics, and freedom from attachment to the object and attainment of nirvana. Any other form of samadhi, even in the highest stages of absorption, is considered worldly. So that's a whole pile of words. Uh, you know, you're just trying to write a 
dictionary, I get it. So it gets a little weird. But I think you get the idea that samadhi is a very special state, right? A very special state, a mental state. Uh, that is what's usually uh, meant by samadhi. But let's just read what Dogen has to say about samadhi, shall we? And here's my abridged version of his chapter. Now, uh, before I get into this, I should mention that it mentions, uh, Dogen mentions several times in this, the f sitting in the full lotus posture. Don't worry that that means you have to screw your legs up like that and hurt yourself uh, to get in the full lotus posture. The folks, uh, Tanahashi and all, have helpfully changed that into meditation posture, sit in the meditation posture. And I see why they do it, but it's a kind of, that's not an honest translation of what Dogen says. Anyway, I don't believe, and most teachers I've ever talked to uh, don't seem to believe that you have to, you know, I'm trying to do the leg position. You have to do the leg position just like that to be said to be sitting in the full lotus posture. But, you know, a yoga teacher would probably say that anything other than that is not sitting in the full lotus posture. But it's basically seated meditation, however you get your legs to go. So, here we go. To transcend the whole universe at once, to live a great and valuable life in the house of the Buddhist ancestors is to sit in the full lotus posture. To become a person in the concrete state is to sit in the full lotus posture. To transcend the supremacy of the Buddhist ancestors' supremacy, so really going high, there is only this method. Therefore, Buddhist ancestors practice it solely, having no other practices at all. So that's very... I don't know, is the word didactic? That's very... Put a, put a point on there, Dogen, why don't you? And it goes on. Remember, the universe in sitting is far different from other universes. Clearly understanding this truth, Buddhist ancestors pursue and realize the establishment of the will, training, the state of Bodhi, and Nirvana. So these are, these are four stages of well, meditative absorption or something probably in a lot of other literature, but Dogen says that sitting zazen is all of these things. Just in the moment of sitting, investigate whether the universe is vertical and whether it is horizontal. I did that this morning when I sat zazen, and it seemed to me it was horizontal, but that's, you know, that's my uh, point of view. But yeah, you know, the, is it vertical? Is it horizontal? Is it any way you can put a word to? Just in the moment of sitting, what is the sitting itself? Is it a somersault? Doesn't seem like a somersault, but uh, it's an interesting question. Is it a state of vigorous activity? Is it thinking? Is it beyond thinking? Is it doing something? Is it not doing anything? Is it sitting inside of sitting? That's an interesting phrase. Is it sitting inside of the body-mind? I think most of us feel like we're sitting inside the body-mind, but Dogen challenges that question. Is it sitting that is free from the inside of sitting, the inside of the body-mind, and so on? These are uh, phrases in quotes. They're probably Chinese in the original, and they're probably a reference to something, but I don't know what they are uh, a reference to. There should be investigation of thousands and tens of thousands of points like these. Sit in the full lotus posture with the body. Sit in the full lotus posture with the mind. Sit in the full lotus posture being free of body and mind. My late master, the Eternal Buddha, that's his teacher Tendo Nyojo, says, To practice zazen is to get free of body and mind. Just to sit is to have attainment from the beginning. 
So there isn't a thing that you attain by sitting. Just to sit is to have attainment from the beginning. That's what he says. It is not necessary to burn incense, to do prostrations, to recite the Buddha's name, to confess, or to read sutras. Those are practices that are recommended in other forms of Buddhism. Clearly, in the last four or five hundred years, only one person, my late master, has scooped out the eye of the Buddhist ancestor and sat inside the eye of the Buddhist ancestor. That's an interesting image that he plants in our minds there, but, you know, it means to, to get it, to really, really understand it. Then the Buddha, Buddhist ancestor means Shakyamuni Buddha, the original Buddha. Few people have equaled him, even in China. Very few people realize that the act of sitting is the Buddha Dharma and that the Buddha Dharma is the act of sitting. So the act of sitting is the Buddha Dharma. The entire Buddha Dharma is included in the act of sitting. Even if some physically understand sitting to be the Buddha Dharma, none has realized sitting as sitting. So realizing sitting as sitting is an interesting thing, to be completely with the act of just sitting no matter what it is that is what dogen is talking about how then can any be maintaining and relying upon the buddha dharma as the buddha dharma this being so there is sitting with the mind which is not the same as sitting with the body interesting there is sitting with the body which is not the same as sitting with the mind hmm what does he mean by that you tell me Let's go on. And there is sitting that is free of body and mind, which is not the same as sitting that is free of body and mind, in quotes. So that's real interesting. Sitting that is free of body and mind is not the same as sitting that is free of body and mind, in quotes. So however you define it, that's not it, but it is it. Already to have attained the state like this is the Buddhist ancestor's state in which practice and understanding are in mutual accord. Maintain and rely upon this awareness, thought, reflection. Investigate this mind, will, consciousness. Next paragraph. Shakyamuni Buddha addresses a large assembly. If we sit in the full lotus posture, the body-mind will experience samadhi and many people will revere the dignity and virtue of the state. Like the sun lighting up the world, it clears away sleepy, lazy, and melancholy mind. The body is light and tireless. Perception and consciousness are also light and responsive. We should sit like coiled dragons. On seeing just a picture of the lotus posture, even the king of demons is afraid. How much more so if he sees a person really experiencing the state of truth, sitting without inclination or agitation. Thus, when we really sit in the lotus posture, the virtue is beyond imagination. In short, the happiness and virtue of everyday sitting are limitless. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but Dogen is insisting that it is that way. Sometimes non-Buddhists pursue the truth by continuously standing on tiptoes. Sometimes they pursue the truth by continuously standing up. And sometimes they pursue the truth by carrying the legs on the shoulders. I think those are all uh, yoga poses that are used by uh, different meditation people. Mad and obstinate mind like this sinks into the sea of wrongness and the body is not peaceful. For this reason, the Buddha teaches his disciples to sit in the full lotus posture, sitting with the mind upright. Because if the body is upright, the mind is easily set straight. Let's say that again. Because if the body is upright, the mind is easily set straight. When the body sits upright, the mind is not weary, the mind is regulated, the intention is regulated, and the attention, 
it's that intention and the next is attention, is bound to what is immediately present. So when you are sitting, what happens if your mind gets distracted is that your sitting posture also gets wonky. And Nishijima Roshi said this to me in front of me uh, 30 odd years ago, I don't know, 25 years ago, whenever I started sitting with him. And at first I thought, ah, that's not true. But ever since then, I've sat every day, at least twice a day for, you know, how many, many years, hundreds of times. And I've never found that to be not true. Or let's remove the double negative and say, I've always found that to be true. Every single time that I, my mind is distracted, my body is also similarly distracted. So I sit upright and the distraction goes away, sometimes for a nanosecond, sometimes for a couple minutes. But sitting upright is what helps. So maintaining that balance and when you lose the balance, bring it back. If the mind races or becomes distracted and if the body leans or becomes agitated, sitting upright regulates them and causes them to recover. I think I just said that in a much longer, more roundabout way. When we want to experience samadhi and want to enter samadhi, even if the mind is chasing various images and is variously distracted, sitting upright completely regulates all such states. So he's very, again, I don't know, I should look up the word didactic, but he's very strong on this point. Practicing like this, we experience and enter the samadhi that is the king of samadhis. All samadhis are the followers of this, the king of samadhis. To sit in the full lotus posture is to set the body straight, to set the mind straight, to set the body-mind straight, to set the Buddhist ancestors straight, to set practice and experience, or practice and enlightenment if you want, straight, and to set the brain straight, and to set the lifeblood straight. Sorry, I put two ands in there. There aren't in the original. Under the Bodhi tree, Shakyamuni Buddha passes 50 minor kalpas. Remember, a kalpa is an incredibly long time, like the length of the universe as understood by science these days, times 200 or something, uh, sitting in the lotus posture. Sitting in the full lotus posture for three weeks or sitting for hours is the turning of the splendid Dharma wheel. It is the lifelong teaching of Buddha. It lacks nothing. It is just a yellow scroll on a red stick, which is a sutra. The meeting of Buddha with Buddha is this moment. This is just the time when living beings become Buddhas. The first ancestor, the Venerable Bodhidharma, after arriving from the West, that is India, passed nine years facing the wall at Shodinji Temple, sitting in Zazen in the lotus posture. From that time through to today, brains and eyes have pervaded China. So people have gotten this idea in China. The lifeblood of the first ancestor is only the practice of sitting in the full lotus posture. Before the first ancestor came from the West, the people of the eastern lands, that's uh, China, Japan, Korea, etc., uh, never knew sitting in the full lotus posture. Since the ancestral master came from the West, they have known it. This being so, just to sit in the lotus posture day and night from the beginning to the end of this life and for tens of thousands of lives without leaving the temple grounds and without having any other practices is the samadhi that is the king of samadhis. So that's what Dogen has to say about samadhi. He says that the lotus posture sitting zazen is samadhi itself. It's not something to be found within sitting the lotus posture. It's not this special state. It's not going off into nirvana over there. It is right here, right now, in this posture. So he's very 
clear that that's what he means. Now the common complaint against this is the one that I have raised and everybody raises, which is it doesn't feel like Samadhi. I'm just sitting here and I want Samadhi. I want Samadhi. I'm just thinking about cupcakes and waffles and I want Samadhi. I want one-pointed concentration or whatever the Shambhala Dictionary of Buddhism and Zen has to say about it. Uh, and uh, Dogen says, don't worry about it. And I'll just tell you my little story. There was one time when I was sitting in a retreat in Minnesota somewhere, and for about half an hour, I got that. Just personally uh, got that. And it became abundantly clear that this act of sitting itself was the complete samadhi, and nothing could distract it. It's just, uh, it's just that most of the time you're not noticing it it and every once in a while somebody gets lucky and I happen to be one of those people who got lucky and just saw it clear as day so it did I could think anything I wanted it didn't matter what I thought about or, or how distracted I tried to be there was no possible way to disturb this practice because the practice was there solidly no matter what I did to try to disturb it like I just said so there you go. You can believe me or you not believe me. I, I, that's up to you. But that was, uh, that's what happened. And ever since then, I've understood the practice to be samadhi itself. And I think this is why Dogen said that. He's probably why he, he wrote that. Is he probably had this similar experience probably a bunch of times more than I have. But that's interesting stuff. So there you go. That's what samadhi in nirvana is. Sorry, I hope it wasn't too disappointing. If you want to help me attain Samadhi and Nirvana, you can send a donation to the URL you're seeing on the screen, which is hardcorezen.info slash donate. That is hardcorezen.info slash donate. That is my main way, my only way right now of making a living, so I appreciate those of you who support me, but this is offered for free, so you don't have to donate. So don't feel like you have to donate, but I do appreciate those who do donate. Thank you very much. See you next time. Have a good time all the time. Bye.